We are living in unprecedented times. No matter what industry you come from, we must all review, rethink, and reinvent ourselves. Are you an entrepreneur that is trying to adapt your business to the new norm? Well, you are listening to the 2020 Entrepreneur, a podcast that will motivate you and have you think outside of the box. My name is Hugo Almeida, and with over 30 years of being an entrepreneur, I am here to share and inspire you with my experiences and help invent a new you. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to T20E World. Hugo here, and I have a very special guest today, Beth Hendler-Grunt. Beth, say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on our show. I've been dying to get you on here. So Beth and I go back 22 years, so we're kind of, well, at least I'm aging myself. Beth still looks like when the day I met her. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So Beth is the CEO and founder of The Next Great Step. And I know, Beth, one of the reasons I wanted you on our podcast, because there is absolutely so, so much to talk about. But at first, I wanted to ask you, I said, what, what made you choose this area? Now, I know that both of us come out of Fortune 100 companies, and all of a sudden, we, you know, both entrepreneurs, and you made this selection. Talk to me a little bit more about that choice. Yeah, great question. So like you, we were both part of my beginning of my career in sales and this in technology telecom sector, which was really an, an excellent experience. And when I really think back to what I learned and what we went through, true. Chaos, I'm not but true. sure how much of that exists. You know, I don't know how much training or those experiences that you and I had, uh, I feel I, are becoming few and far between. Absolutely. That we had that opportunity. You're so right. Listen, you know, our kids both at Penn State. Uh, my son just graduated in May virtually, right, because of COVID. And he was fortunate enough to land a job. It was a little tricky. I'm not going to lie. I was sweating it out thinking maybe, you know, they push this off or they just say, listen, you know, we're cutting back. But the thing is, he is working. And it's virtual. But I mean, imagine coming out of college and excited for your first corporate job and you're virtual. So how, you know, how much impact do you make on the team that you're on, you know? Yeah, it's very, very different, very different. But just to, you know, just to go back, how did I get into Next Great Step? So yes, yeah, so I was in the tech sector sales for 15 years. And then I was in consulting after I left Avaya. I went to the consulting world, working with CEOs and their executive teams on how to do strategic planning and sales performance for their organizations. And one of the conversations that kept coming up during that time was they say, you know, I'd love to hire young people right out of college, but I'm not going to because I don't have time to hold their hand. I don't have time to babysit. And they don't understand the scope of the problems that we're dealing with. I have to move on to other things. And I'm hearing this. And at the same time, I have lots of friends and I'm coming into the point where I'm like, wow, I have lots of friends who have kids saying, right. my kids went to a great school. They did all the right things. They have a great GPA and they cannot get a job. Now, by the way, that was five years ago. Yeah. That was not even today. <laughs> Forget uh. today. That was five years ago. And people couldn't understand. So how I launched Next Great Step is kind of had this idea. Some, some people had mentioned this, that what if I took the same techniques that I taught to executives and really simplified it and brought it to young people to help them figure out what should I do with my career? How can I be really clear about what I want to do? And then how do I differentiate myself to have an employer choose me over someone else? So it kind of brings together my ability to manage others <laughs> 
teach them how to sell, sell themselves. Absolutely. And so seeing critical. them how I can bring them along of if you can really have this process and methodology, you actually can get yourself hired and not in the traditional sense. It's not just fixing your resume. It's having this real plan of how am I going to go after it? And that's how I launched Next Great Step. Oh, that's just awesome, awesome story, Beth. And it's so valuable because one of the things that uh, it just so happens that I coach soccer 19 years. I often talk about it on our program, but it just so happened that the majority of all my players just graduated this past May. So I was able to witness, you know, during COVID and the whole world changing upside down, being flipped in all different directions. You know, I, I was able to kind of see exactly some of the challenges each one of these kids went through. You know, these are all young men and ladies that, that were coming out of college. And like you just said, you know, some of them, I mean, most of them, we're blessed to go to great schools and they're doing all the right things and the normal steps, right? Internship programs with the hopes that maybe that company is going to offer you a, a full-time position as soon as you yeah. graduate. So, you, you know, listen, I had to live this with my son and I'm sure you're living this with yours. You know, things don't always work out as yeah. they're planned on a normal year, never yeah. mind with COVID. So tell me some of the things you're seeing with COVID, you know, and all these students now trying to land that internship role. I, in a, in a, <laughs> Where do you begin? <laughs> well, the truth is, it's actually not very different. I, you know, my whole philosophy is that young adults and recent grads are struggling, even when there is no pandemic. <laughs> What's happened now is that it's exacerbated it. So in terms of it's more competitive, the industries are a little bit more limited. So if you thought you were going into retail, sports management, event planning, hospitality, there is that need that you have to pivot. And that unfortunately, that not to say those skills are not going to be useful to you. They absolutely will be. But you just may not see as many opportunities as you would in other areas. And we're really trying to help young people understand these are the skills that you have and your skills can be transferred. And this is how you transfer your skill from one industry to another. And that's what helps them to, to get hired. Oh, oh man, I, I'll tell you, uh, one of the things I did notice, Beth, I wanted to ask you this is, what do you recommend, especially some of these students coming out of school? It is stressful. Stressful alone just to kind of wrap up your college. And, and then you want to start off your careers on a positive note with a great job. And everybody has high hopes for their, you know, their uh, dream job. But now things have changed, right? And the stresses I see some of these kids going through. I'll be honest. My son went through the same stresses. And, you know, sometimes as a father, it's, it's hard to get through your own child, right? They'll listen to others, yeah. but you as a parent trying to say, hey, listen, you know, things always have a way of working themselves out. Their response is, Pop, things have changed since you graduated. <laughs> so, but what do you, what's, what's your recommendation to, you know, someone whose things are, at least in their opinion, are not working out. They're being challenged, you know, they see this, the difficulties of landing that job or that internship or even that, that dream job of theirs, and they're stressing. What's your advice for them? Yeah. So a couple things. First of all, if I had a nickel for every grad who said, my parents try to tell me what to do, but they don't know. They, didn't they don't know. They, they don't understand. They in 20 years. Ah. How could they possibly know sure. what to do? <laughs> and of course, as being a parent, I hear this from parents too. So one of the first things that we tell, that I tell grads is first of all, you got to take a breath. You got to just take a moment. And you know, there's so much self 
pressure that oh, they, totally. people put on themselves, as well as the external pressure. And it doesn't help that there's social media or even people oh. on LinkedIn saying, oh, I'm so excited about my new job and I'm starting here. So there's a lot of these, I'll say false, uh, these expectations that they have on themselves and they're not always realistic. You're not going to get your dream job as your first job. I mean, okay, maybe some people do, but yeah. most people don't. Or it's a stepping stone, as sure. you and I know that. It Absolutely. Doesn't, and they also make judgments so quickly. They'll quickly dismiss it, like, I will never do that. I'm <laughs> like, you have no idea what it is. And Or, or, or they go on, or they even submit their application and they'll say, yeah, but I don't think I want that job. I'm like, they haven't offered you the job for you. you, you have, uh -oh. There's no turning it down. You didn't get it. So don't dismiss it. You know, there's this self-sabotage that goes on. So uh, I'm laughing because I think you had a mic in my home. <laughs> <laughs> I have the mic in my home, too. <laughs> One of the most important things, I think, for young people right now is to understand what are their skills. I mentioned it earlier. And this concept of what are your core skills, because getting clarity about what you're good at, regardless of what you studied, or regardless of what you think you want to go into, what is it that you actually know how to do that you're really good at, you enjoy doing, and you think you can do it well? Are you great at researching? Are you a great writer? A skill is not saying I'm a hard worker. Sure. That's not a skill. That's, that's, a, right. that's an attribute. Absolutely. That's a good thing to have. Yeah. A lot of people say I'm a hard worker. And you know what? Everyone else says yeah. they're a hard worker. So you better find something else to say that's not that. Of course, it's great to be responsible and trustworthy, but you need to show what have you learned that you know how to do. Can you sell? Can you analyze? Can you solve problems? And once you figure out the top two or three core skills you have, then think about, well, what's the example I would tell somebody that I'm good at that. If you say I'm a great writer, well, maybe you wrote for the school newspaper and you wrote three to four articles a week. Or if you say you're great at analytics, maybe you worked on a team project that you had to analyze something for a capstone. You can talk about school. You're a recent grad. It doesn't have to be this fancy right. work experience or in there, you know, there's a lot of pressure about the experience, but get clear on that. And once you get clarity, then things start to fall in line because you want to look for jobs that leverage those skills or look for industries or companies that where you can use them, then it's also easier to talk about yourself. There's so much fear oh. and paralysis about having a conversation. I mean, you and I will laugh because we only yeah. spoke on the phone. You know, we're pre-technology in terms of when we first That's started, right. yeah. but people are not texting. They're not Snapchatting. You actually have to have a conversation and there's so much fear around that. So you have to practice what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. And just starting off with getting clarity on your skills, let's pick the top 10 companies you want to go after, 10 people that you want to talk to that actually have the job that you want, not the head VP, not the CEO, find someone who graduated from your school who has a That's job right. that you might want it's like five to seven years out. And then you want to talk to them. This is, you want to have these, you know, informational interviews. And that's how you find your mentors at the same time. That fear of reaching out. I, I listen, I yeah. went through the same thing. I said, don't, don't be afraid. You'd be, you'd be surprised at the amount of people that will yeah. listen at even high levels in corporations. They'll listen yeah. to a young student yeah. that's reaching out. They, they understand how hard it is for a student to reach out to an executive. And they're more than willing to share information and yeah. guidance. 
Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's always my advice to, as well to these students is to reach out. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I mean, I know Thank it's you. it's hard. It's easy to say, hard to do. Yeah. But it's part yeah. of, listen, it's part of entering the real world, right? Yeah. And I will tell you this. I actually think people are more, with COVID, more accessible and more willing to talk I agree. than they ever were. I agree. Because every executive is home mm -hmm. and their schedule might be a little bit more of their own. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying people aren't working hard, but I, I feel like I get people it, yeah. are more accessible sure. and more willing to have a conversation. And I agree. You just have to, to reach out. I mean, look what we're doing. We're on video conferencing right now. We're recording live and everything. But it's, it's that simple. People that even didn't want to do video conferencing have been forced to do video conferencing. Oh, so absolutely. you're right. It's, it's people are just so much more accessible. I mean, especially with today's technology. We always talk about, right, tablets, mobile devices, laptops, PCs. But, you know, it's hard not to be able to get to somebody. Yeah. And I'll make one other point. Yeah. If I could. Because all so many grads love these online job boards. And one thing I always remind people is that people hire people not a tracking system and not a computer and not Stats. an online application process that i don't care how many applications you send online it is not a numbers game that people hire people yeah it's so true one of the things i've always uh, you know when i mentor some of these students and ex-players of mine i always say listen you know we we go through this whole process kind of like what we discussed just now but at the end of the day i said you know what be you don't be someone you're not they're analyzing. I mean, you know, normally in an interview, the other person that's interviewing you has done this a bazillion times. So they yeah. know what they're looking for. They're looking for the real individual. And just yeah. be you. And it's okay to make a mistake. I mean, granted, everybody understands you might be a little bit nervous, you know? Yeah, yeah so, absolutely. You know, I, I did want to pick your brain on something. I think this is going to be very important to our listeners as well Is normally, and again, I was... I'm going off of what I learned with both of my kids coming out of Penn State. Normally, you go to a career fair, you know, and you mm -hmm. have that face-to-face -face interaction mm -hmm. at every table. Mm -hmm. And you kind of know and you have a face to a voice and voice to a face, and then you, you move on to the next. But then you have a window where you can reach out to them. They reach out to you. What's happening today with COVID? I mean, have you heard of any changes? Yeah. And I'm assuming yeah. it's virtual. Yeah, it's all virtual. So no, great question. And and this is, again, something new for all students. Oh, so totally. sometimes it's hard to get students <laughs> to get to go to the career fair when it is in person. When Maybe in just that, that visual reminder because they see somebody else walking across campus in a suit. They're like, oh, maybe I should see if there's a career fair going on. But now it is all virtual. And I spoke to a lots of different heads of career services at different universities. And it's on a platform, you know, like this or video where they would like, let's say the employer would do a webinar and then you'd break off into these little video chats oh, where yeah, you'd sure. have, video you have know, yeah. and be able to type things into the yeah. chat bar to ask your questions. So from a technology standpoint, it should make people feel comfortable, but you have to be registered. You have to know which companies you want to talk to. You have to have your questions ready. And I will tell you from a couple of different schools that I know just went through it, it was either kids didn't join because they're like, oh, forget, you know, they're just so distracted right oh, now with like, geez. where's my class and our kids sick, you know, there's so much sickness yeah. on campus right now too. Ugh. Or schools that I know that had it, that there was a huge waiting line that you couldn't even get into the server. It was overtaxed, you know, there was too much capacity. So I think, you know, universities are not 
prepared too, from a technology standpoint to handle 20,000 kids trying to log in to speak to a couple of employers. So it's still come, you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, schools are doing it, but I'm not sure how well a lot of the students are really embracing it and using it. And this kind of comes back to that. You're going to have to still do a lot on your own. You have to still come back and do your own networking and targeting. More so now than before. And if you're a little bit disconnected, I mean, you might just miss that opportunity to be on these virtual, uh, you know, whatever interviews with schools. You know, just, you know, finance. I mean, they're hiring and their, their hiring season is just about over, which is crazy. They start in August, they end, they make their decisions by October. They have their offers by Thanksgiving. So, you know, if you weren't paying attention in August and early September as a student that you want to get into certain, you know, finance rotation programs, so look, I mean, it's definitely look a crazy year. I'm not going to say all these companies are holding exactly to the, <laughs> the schedule as they were, but it still comes back to there's going to be a lot of self-initiation that these kids need to take to you know, land a job. I hope our listeners are listening and pay attention to this. Good words of advice here from Beth. Get off your butt. Do your homework. <laughs> Stay connected, please. No, seriously. I mean, how are you going to land that dream job? You talk yeah. about it, right? You got to make things happen sometimes. You got to step yeah. outside that comfort zone. You know, reach out. Beth, let me ask you now, with interviewing, right? And uh, most students have been molded as to, you know, how do I go about doing this, these interviews? But now with, with COVID and virtual and everything being virtual, right? All the interviews, I'm assuming. What advice you give these students? What should they be doing before a virtual interview? How to prepare for that? Maybe during what not to say, what to say? And maybe what's the follow-up just after these virtual meetings? Sure, great, great question. Yeah, pretty much right now, just about a hundred percent of the interviews are virtual. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're probably starting with a phone call, but yes, everything's going to go virtual over video. Yeah. And I think the preparation is definitely a little different than if you were to meet in person. So before you have the interview, like you would for in-person, you have to do your research. You have to look up who are you meeting with. You so have to important. understand what is you know happening in the company and you have to be ready to say why is this company interesting to you you know what is it about them that is drawing you to want to to apply there but the other things that you haven't had to think about is what's your technology do you have a good microphone do you have a clean background oh do you have good yeah. lighting because if you're you know does your is your wi-fi a strong signal or are there other people in your house using it and then you might have a you know, might be cutting out so you know, what does it look like behind you? I mean, you cannot be in your bedroom with your bed, you know, layered with clothes and, you know, stuff, you know, a lot of people are in their childhood bedrooms. So you got to find a clean space that works and you got to test that out. Some of that you can test ahead of time with a friend, family member, yeah. but that's, that's great advice. Oh my goodness. Before. Such great advice. Cause I've seen this even on our corporate meetings, people forget. And I tell you at our company, we put out a memo about discipline of but, you know, how, dress with a uniform, you know, make sure your background, check it out. Don't be laying on your kid's bed. <laughs> yep. People forget. People forget that others, you know, mm-hmm. can see everything. They could hear everything, you know, unless yeah. you're muted out. Yeah. So that, no, that's great advice. What about afterwards? So what it should, it's still the same routine. I mean, follow up with a thank you letter, email. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, right after, first, you got to make sure you're disconnected. Yes. <laughs> make sure you're no oh, longer geez. still connected. To the, I don't want to, to think the video about link, oh. uh, Because that, you know, you walk away and you make a comment to someone and uh. they still hear you. So make sure you're disconnected. But yes, you should be sending an email thank you note within 24 hours. Now, in the past, I always encourage if you could write a handwritten note, great. 
but I don't know if everyone's in, sitting at their office address. So you may Agreed. not have their home address. Yeah. So long as you get that email out there. But the other thing that I think a lot of people say, okay, I sent the thank you email and I'm just going to sit here and wait. And just wanted to give an idea that our suggestion is every seven days, if you haven't heard, every seven days you we should chat. follow up. And it shouldn't just be, hi, I'm following up, which is fine. But, you know, <laughs> I saw this article and I thought of you or I have an idea. If I was to be in this role, maybe I could do something like this or here's something. So kind of have some other things or you mentioned this in our conversation and I was thinking about it. So you, not only do you want to be top of mind, That's but right. you want to be adding value. Absolutely. Great advice, Beth. That's a dif differentiator, right? You definitely want to separate yourself from the pack. And God knows yeah. there's so many right now students trying to do this. So yeah, there is competition out there. How do you differentiate yourself? You know, what, what makes you so different from everybody else? So that is phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal advice. What about like social media, right? I mean, you got to be careful. And what about LinkedIn preparing a good profile on LinkedIn? Because, you know, vice versa, corporations are checking in more and more today. Oh, I mean, <laughs> literally anybody who reaches out to me, if I don't know you, I mean, the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to Google you. Yeah. So if you haven't Googled yourself, now's a great time to see what comes up. But normally for most business situations, LinkedIn tends to come up first. Um, so it is really important to have a strong profile because they're gonna, going to want to see what your experience is. Are you active on LinkedIn? Just having a clean profile. I think also in the about section, which used to be the summary section, mm -hmm. it's a chance for you to explain yourself about what you're passionate about what you get excited about in terms of the type of opportunities you're looking for um, and, and making connections. So every person you talk to, you should be connecting with them on LinkedIn because it's a social network and your, your search results are better when you have more connections as well. You know, one of the things that uh, I think is so vital for the students, you know, just preparing here to, to go into corporate America really is, it's also building the confidence level and the mindset, right? I mean, you definitely want to have a clear vision of what, what it is, what's the game plan that you have, you know, and I, I, I get that COVID changed everything, but that part of it right there does not change. I mean, you need a clear direction, I think, in, in making decisions and in preparing yourself, right? What what advice you give to the students now? Similar, I guess, right? Yeah, well, it's funny that you say that. So, you know, two two thoughts. One, I mean, confidence is huge. So, you know, those that it's kind of that I see have more success than those that have less are the ones who really have the confidence to move forward. But not everyone's built that way. Not everyone uh, really. has the true. you know the Everyone's history different. that allows them to be that way. And one of the things that I think is important is to acknowledge that there is a lot of mental health challenges right now and that it should not be ignored by parents it should be not be ignored by young adults that if you're feeling that you're so anxious that you can't pick up the phone or you're so overwhelmed that you can't write a cover letter or you know maybe it's beyond the techniques you know sometimes maybe you just need some tips on how to do it which we <laughs> offer but sometimes they need more. So sometimes yeah. there needs to be therapeutic interventions. And I think everyone, all of us need to be aware of this, this circumstance, even prior to COVID, but now again, it just exacerbates the situation of really being aware of, of mental health. But if you start to get clarity on your direction, your path, whether it's seeking out a mentor, a career coach, a friend, but just talk it out about here's what I'm thinking, or here's the direction or more, you know, these networking conversations, you'll start to gain more confidence to realize, wow, I actually do have the skills. The more you practice, the easier it gets. Practice and I makes think perfect. that's what helps to establish confidence or what we always you know, like to do with our clients is 
let's practice it again. Let's try it again. Let's talk to someone again and really work through that. And that's what helps establish, you know, more confidence. Oh, such a great point. And uh, I was just going to ask you a similar question. I think you answered it, but how do you work, you know, with the students individually? And those points you just brought up is just so, so valuable for all our listeners out there. And many of you that follow T20E World, you know, it's all about guidance, right? We share a lot about business, entrepreneurship, and just everyday life information. You know, I was on Beth Hendler's page on YouTube. And I recommend everybody go to that YouTube page, go to the great step. It's the next, the next, next great, step. the next great step. Thank you, Beth. I, I actually I've, I've gone through some of the videos there. And there's one that's huh. phenomenal. And I recommend this for all young students. It talks about the resilience of the student. And it was an interview that you did with a Hall of Famer coach over at Penn State, oh, yeah. uh, Joe Batista. So if everybody gets a chance, please go on the next great step on YouTube, follow, subscribe to Beth Handler's channel, and just look at that video. It's it's a 40, 45 minute video, but it's phenomenal interview and just so much valuable information that Joe comes up with. And I mean, this gentleman, ex-coach, hockey coach over at Penn State, I think he did like 19 different seasons. The man's a legend. He had like over 500 wins. I mean, he yeah. he's like he's, he's, he's like the, the shit at Penn State. <laughs> he's like everybody's coach. Like he's yeah. that pep talk that I, you need when you feel like you're not feeling so great on yourself. When you I, listen after talking to Joe, you're gonna feel so much better because he is so inspirational. He really is, and I'm gonna share this with everybody right now because there was something that he said, and and I I caught this on the uh, on your interview with Joe, and he says something. And it's so simplistic, but it's so powerful, and it's like control what you can control. That simple, you know, and keep it real. You know, he speaks about this. That's why I think everybody there should go onto your YouTube channel, listen to that interview. It's phenomenal. You're gonna get some great advice. Beth, listen, we're going to get ready to wrap this up. And I wanted to thank you. I just wanted to ask you, if I were to say, Beth, what would be that one bit of advice that you would give to our listeners? What would that be? Probably a long list, right? <laughs> Let's just keep it the one. one. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my piece of advice right now, right now, is that there are opportunities. Love it. Do not let the headlines prevent you from moving forward. I know there's a lot of noise and a lot of distraction to be like, oh, why bother applying or I'll never get it. Do not listen to that. There are opportunities. You have talents, you have skills and companies need those talents and skills. And you just have to go out there and do it and put yourself out there as, as Hugo said, because there are absolutely opportunities Companies want to meet you. Employers want to talk to you and just push yourself forward to make it happen. Oh, my God. Phenomenal advice, Beth. Thank you so, so much. I am going to be sharing Beth's information on the links below on our podcast as well as our YouTube channels. But, Beth, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how can they? Sure. Just come to our website. It's nextgreatstep.com. At the top of the page is a free giveaway on how to have a great virtual interview. You can click on that as a resource, but right at our website, nextgreatstep.com. Awesome. T20E World listeners, I hope you jotted that down. I also will be sharing it. So Beth, I wanted to really say thank you so much because this topic is so, so valuable to our listeners, whether you're a student 
whether you started and kicked off your career already and looking to make that move, you know, it's never too late. This is all great advice. You have Beth at your fingertips here. Look her up. Contact her. I know Beth's always willing to help anybody. So please do that. So, Beth, thanks again for being on our podcast. And this is Hugo and Beth Handler-Grunt checking out.